Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Hallelujah! It's a blessing to be in the presence of the Lord. It's a blessing to hear the word of God once more. Last week, our mother taught us about how to pray. She taught us 10 principles about prayer. I believe that today we are going to be blessed. We are going to be fed. We are going to be lifted up in our spirits. If you're excited as I am, put your hands together and help me welcome our mother, our pastor, our shepherd, our personal person, Sister Joy Felipe Bruce. Amen. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for another day, a time to come before you, a time to enjoy your presence, a time to be refilled, a time to be encouraged, a time to hear fresh word from you. We are so grateful. I pray that as today's word comes, that it will be something that will touch our hearts, Lord. The message that is for each one of us, let it enter us. Lord, perfect us, change us, grant us your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you today. And some of you are still growing fat at home. <laughs> I want to suggest that you find some exercises to do. Because the way countries are locking down again, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it means. Hey! <laughs> but the Lord is keeping us. Amen. Well, last week we started a new series on how to pray. How to pray. And I'm hoping that it's helping you. I'm hoping that you are using this season to pray. Amen. If nothing at all. That is something that we have really gained from in this time. So make sure you have your book. Many of you already have it. It's in your Macarius, book number 51. Take it out, open it. You know, don't just read it. Study it, let it enter into you. It will do you good. Some years down the line, maybe you are a bit older, you're working in different things, and then a point will just come to you. And you remember it and it will strengthen you all over again. Amen. Some points too are so new. And when it's a new point, it's good to have the book. Because you can go back and sit down and read it all over again. Hallelujah. So we're continuing today on the, on the topic how to pray. And we're talking about what happens when you do not pray. What happens when you do not pray. One of the problems of 
human beings is that we live just in this dimension I don't know how else to explain it I mean as you open your eye you are seeing just what is in front of you so if perchance as you are sitting there's an angel beside you you may not see yeah you may not see you may not even feel sometimes even if you feel something you're not sure what you feel most of us when we are even having a spiritual experience we tend to think that is the devil rather why do you why do you think that satan is more ready to show himself to you hey you are sitting in the room then the curtain goes <laughs> there's no window there's no window then your curtain just goes there's the hey in the name of jesus i bind i bind i roll away i put meanwhile maybe oh maybe it was an angel paying you a visit you see but we are so geared in a certain direction but i want us to begin to balance ourselves and to bring ourselves directly before god and begin to be blessed by the things that he's doing around us hallelujah so let's look at what happens when we do not pray i will never forget point number one of this book because it is just so profound of this chapter when you do not pray your life is directed by happenstance <laughs> happenstance what is happenstance it's a word it's a word in other words it's directed by chance it's directed by luck good luck bad luck just whatever is happening and you don't pray so because you haven't prayed it's like whatever is happening is happening but we live in a spiritual world and you and i we need to understand that that is how it is rather than opening ourselves up to the twists of fate just something happening i think it's a very frightening place to be especially in today's world to be in a place where as you are there anything can happen to you at any time because you didn't pray when you pray you see that things really change this world is actually governed by natural things that happen and spiritual things that happen and very often something that looks as though is natural actually has a spiritual backing actually has spiritual backing there are many times that you don't know that that's it but occasionally you are blessed by God to see that this is that it's because of this that that happened I remember sharing with you some time ago an instance where I had traveled with some ladies we'd come to a, a ladies program our bishop's wife was preaching and we had come from the north to Kumasi we enjoyed our program and we were going back home but as we sat in the car after a program Friday night Saturday morning Saturday through Saturday the whole day through Sunday you're tired you want to sleep and I realized that sleep was not coming rather that feeling to pray was coming so I just began to pray in tongues and I prayed and I prayed and I had hoped that after a short time that feeling will pass and I'll sleep we got from Kumasi to Tejima and the feeling did not lift <laughs> continue driving Kumasi to Tejima in those days you were talking about a two and a half three hour drive because of how the road was still it didn't move as we continued on the way it continued until we got to a town not far from Jema. and then i suddenly heard a noise the car was full seven ladies it was a biggish car like that we just heard boom but as we heard boom then we saw people scattering all over running left and right 
and then slowly our car came to the stop. What had happened? Our tire had come off. The whole back tire on the left of the, you know, the, on the driver's side was had removed. And the people who were running, some were running to catch the tire, some were running as they saw the uh, screws coming off, they're running to catch it and so forth, and they're bringing it to us. And then I understood that, hey, the prayer was saving us from something. Because in those days, one was young, the driver was going further, faster than 120 kilometers an hour, and I hadn't said anything to him. Nowadays, when you go over 100, I say, please please <laughs> but in those days i hadn't had any such revelation so <laughs> and we were going downhill it was later that he said to me that he had never seen a car going at that speed lose its tire and stay upright and i knew that the lord had delivered us it looked like chance it looked like something that was just happening but i'm sharing with you today that prayer made a difference when you do not pray some things are just happening that you should have stopped by prayer but i want us even better to go into the bible because the biblical examples are the ones that are the best hallelujah are you in the house you see just as how even in the natural there are things we think are natural that human beings have engineered can i give you a couple of examples before we go into the biblical ones you have you ever heard of books that they call bestseller there's a bestseller bestseller new york bestseller then we feel that oh this is a new york i mean this means new york times has done a study and they have realized that this book is being bought more than the others do you know that it's not like that that's why when the book comes out it is printed as a bestseller <laughs> as they were coming they came with their plan so sometimes the publisher himself as he is producing the book then he buys a number of them uh-huh. then he comes and puts it there he says bestseller you that you don't have any publisher who has any such powers you, pre- you printed your book, thousand copies. They are now trying to sell one by one by one. He, they, they, they have already purchased 10,000. That's why they are calling it a bestseller, but they bought it. <laughs> they bought it. That's why it's already printed. So it's not like the book came out, then it was sold. Then the next print, they call it bestseller. No, it arrived. It arrived in the market as a bestseller. Baby, something day back. Pushing things. Pushing things. That's <laughs> so even in the human world, it's like that. I want to read a very interesting example of this. Another example before we go into the Bible. Right in the book, Bishop Dag was writing and he says, There was a time I would go to the horse races every Saturday. This was in his unbeliever days before he found Jesus. And he said, initially, I thought the best horse would win the race. Please, what do you think? Is it not the best horse? If a horse is number one, I mean like, okay. So are you listening to the story? Okay. Later on, I thought the luckiest horse would be the winner. But with time, I found out that neither the luckiest nor the best was predestined to win there were actually people determining who would win or lose 
I found out that the jockeys were given instructions by the owners of the horses to hold back their horse and prevent it from running as fast as it could. Sometimes the jockeys were asked to ensure that they came last in a race. This was all in order to get their horses to be demoted to a lower division where there were inferior horses and where they would carry less weight. Indeed, to my shock, the races were fixed also in order to make certain gamblers win more money. So as somebody is coming and saying that, oh, according to, as he's looked at the whole thing, this horse is the best. I'm going to bet my bottom dollar that Charlie, this horse will be first. Not knowing that there are some powers there that have said, this horse, I'm going to allow it to be first. Let it be last. So you think it's by chance that it was last too. What's the gain if you put it in an inferior class? The gain is that a superior horse in an inferior class will always be the first. doesn't have to sweat. Oh, why are you doing like you don't understand English? <laughs> yeah, you are getting it. Uh -huh. Do you see? If it is in its class, it means that it has to really work hard to make it. Uh -huh. So instead of that, instead of that, they rather hold it back so that it will fall into an inferior class. So that now, dear, oh, it doesn't have to do anything. Bet your first, bet the first. Hey! when you don't pray something behind there something behind there can organize you into last position something over there can determine the things that happen in your life let a happenstance i just like the word please tell your neighbor don't allow a happenstance to happen to you <laughs> so i want to read a story in the Bible in 1 Kings chapter 22 where a king seems to, he looks like he is going to die or in fact he died 1 Kings 22 reading from verse 30 the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat as we go into battle I will disguise myself so no one will recognize me but you will wear your royal robes so the king of Israel disguised himself and they went into battle meanwhile the king of Aram had issued these orders to his 32 chariot commanders attack only the king of Israel don't bother with anyone else so when the Aramean chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat in his royal robes, they went after him. There is the king of Israel, they shouted. But when Jehoshaphat called out, the chariot commanders realized he was not the king of Israel and they stopped chasing him. An Aramean soldier, however, randomly shot an arrow at the Israelite troops and hit the king of Israel between the joints of his armor. Turn the horses and get me out of here. Ahab groaned to the driver of his chariot. I'm badly wounded. The battle raged all that day and the king remained propped up in his chariot facing the Arameans. The blood from his wounds ran down to the floor of his chariot and as evening arrived, he died. Doesn't it sound like a normal war in which somebody has died? Ahab had gone to war. He was not a, he was not a correct king. <laughs> 
of Israel. And he had asked Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, who was the correct person to go with him. That's why you must watch who your friends are. Jehoshaphat was almost hot. He was almost hot because he had fallen for a trick. Ahab had said, you wear kingly robes. I will go clothed as normal. So they were actually chasing Jehoshaphat to kill him. Then Jehoshaphat shouted. Then they realized, no, no, no. This is not the person we want. This is not the person we want. So they left him. Now, as they left him, another soldier who was doing something else fired and his arrow got Ahab, the man who they actually wanted. The king who they actually wanted. And Ahab died. So it looks as though this war had happened and that was it. Ahab had died. But let's go to the spiritual reason behind the death of Ahab. First Kings, the same chapter, chapter 22, just a few verses earlier, verse 19. He said, Hear thou therefore the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, and all the host of heaven standing by him on his right and on his left. And the Lord said, Who shall persuade Ahab that he may go up and fall at Ramoth Gilead? And one said on this manner, and another said on that manner. And there came forth a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? Or like how? And he said, I will go forth and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail. Go forth and do so. Now therefore behold, the Lord hath put a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets, and the Lord hath spoken evil concerning thee. Do you know that the speaker of these verses was a prophet, and he was speaking to the same king Ahab, a non-spiritual man. King Ahab had said, let's go and fight. And Jehoshaphat, the godly man, had said, wait, oh, let's hear what God has to say about the matter. Then Ahab went and brought his false prophets. And his false prophets, they prophesied. <laughs> they prophesied. Just like how they are prophesying to you. <laughs> and telling you that, look, it's your mother who's the witch. Oh. <laughs> if you don't mind her, you'll be okay. You're also believing. <laughs> so, <laughs> these prophets came to the kings and said, Oh! King, go to the wall, go. God has given you everything. One of them even took two horns and said, The Lord says that, look, with these two horns, <laughs> you will defeat the enemy. But even Ahab the king knew that these guys I don't trust. <laughs> even this unspiritual man, he knew that no, this story. Sometimes when you hear the story, use your gray cells, think can't you see that it's too how come you alone everybody around you you say is their mother everybody around you is some demon from their family or from their how come how come i mean how come for goodness sake how come so <laughs> jehoshaphat said wait oh <laughs> no don't we have anybody else to ask these people the way they are made their mouths want i don't like there's something then ahab said hmm there's one guy but as for him he never prophesies anything good concerning me 
<laughs> so he went and called this prophet. <laughs> Forgive me for laughing. I told you that I enjoyed the story. <laughs> and the prophet came, and when he came, he heard what these prophets said. They said, ah, hmm. Senior Mukayeno. How, how, how they have all said that's it and the unbeliever said ah have I not told you to tell me the truth <laughs> have I not told you to tell me the truth <laughs> so finally the Lord's prophet decided to speak and these were the words he spoke because when he told them that they would not win the war the, the, war, the head prophet of the false prophet slapped him and said where at all did you go when did the spirit of god lead me to come to you and in fact i think i need to open the scripture i need to read it for you because it's what he gave a very profound answer do i have your permission to read it thank you thank you you know i'm going a little deeper into the story than i had planned to go i was just going to tell you the story and move on but something tells me that you know when that's something you know it's not a something it's a, it's a somebody isn't it yeah so let's go to first kings 22 there's so many profound things in the story hmm. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you see when Micaiah came the prophet came and he spoke remember I told you that he told them the truth are you there he told them the truth and he told them I'm just trying to see where to take the story from okay let's take it from verse 14 Micaiah said as the Lord liveth what the Lord saith unto me that will I speak and he came to the king and the king said to him Micaiah shall we go against Ramoth Gilead to battle or shall we forbear that shall we stop and he answered go and prosper for the Lord shall deliver it into thy hands and the king said to him how many times shall I adjure thee that thou will tell me nothing but that which is true in the name of the Lord so then he now began to tell the truth and he said i saw all israel scattered upon the hills as sheep that have not a shepherd and the lord said these have no master let them return every man to his house in peace and the king of israel said to jehoshaphat did i not tell you that he will prophesy no good concerning me but evil are you there so then he now told the story that i saw the lord sitting there and i saw a spirit being told to go for you now when he said this eh, the bible says um, verse 23 verse 22 the lord said to him wherewith that means how he said i will go 
this talking to the spirit and i will be be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets and he said thou shalt persuade him and prevail go forth and do so now therefore behold the lord has put a lying spirit in the mouth of all those thy prophets and the lord has spoken evil concerning thee but zedekiah the son of chanana who was one of the prophets went near and smote micaiah on the cheek that means he slapped him and said which way went the spirit of the lord from me to speak to you i want you verse 25 is the one i wanted you to listen to Micah said behold thou shalt see it in that day when thou shalt go into an inner chamber and hide thyself what was Micaiah saying Micaiah told the prophet that the day you go and pray that's the day you see that the spirit has left you in other words this man was a prophet and he was using his prophecy and there are people like that you have the gift you are used what you are using is a gift the gift is not a sign of the presence of god the gift may be of god but the it is not a sign he is with you this one is very simple it's very simple i want to give her a gift please come because of the tv i want you to come up so i won't come down i don't think they can follow me so i'm giving her a gift are you there this is the gift my towel i'm giving it to her as i've given it to her i'm going am i with her but does she have the gift yes so those prophets had it all they were still prophets but they were not in the presence of god they were now doing something else saying something else and they didn't even realize thank you that the spirit of god had left and when Micaiah now came in, Micaiah spoke the truth, the guy was now bored and he told him, when you now go and pray, when you now go into your closet, when you now go into your inner chamber, that's when you see that the Spirit of God has left. So that's just by the by, it's just an additional point. If you don't pray, you may even be off course, you will not know. So the point that we were making here was that something may happen to you that may look like chance, but there are spiritual things going on this truth was told directly to king ahab and yet he was not able to say let's not go to the war i don't know if you understand what i'm saying so he was told the lie the lying prophet said go you will win he himself when he heard them he knew that mm, mm. and many of you who are following false prophets hear me many times the spirit of god is warning you on the inside there's a feeling of unease there there's something they're saying mm, 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 no and you just brush it aside and you move that was the spirit of god witnessing with your spirit that nah this is not of me anyway he himself knew that the people lied but when he was told the truth have you not seen he was not able to do it he was told the truth when you go you would die because a lying these people as they've spoken a lying spirit was given to them so that you will go and when you go you will die what happened he went and what happened he died he went and he died so in other words you see when you don't pray you leave yourself just open to anything that is going to happen things you could have changed but you leave yourself open to it when the events these events were played out in the life of king ahab they looked like chance but it was evil spirits that had orchestrated it hey let us we must pray we must pray our lives are too short to be spent doing this kind of thing allowing happenstance chance 
demons, whatever happens to happen, to actually happen. Point number two. Today my points are not a lot, but they are very profound. <laughs> when you do not pray, your life is governed by the major curses in the world. Ajay. Ajay, ajay, ajay. Your life is governed by the major curses in the world. Many people think that a curse is just, um, what should I say? Somebody has cursed you, something that you've said, you know. But it's not just that. There are some that are traveling down through the times. I was so grateful for the prayer times that we've had during this, um, you know. I don't even know what to call I don't want to call it a holiday. I don't also want to call it, a, I don't know what to call it, this break. I don't know you know we've prayed about a lot of things including freeing ourselves from any eventual case that may be there that we don't know about but listen three cases there are three cases three major cases the first one was the case on adam case on adam you find all of them in genesis 3 after the fall adam was cursed because of his disobedience and that case made sure that all of mankind suffers and sweats just to exist and to eat you remember the case okay the second major case was the one on eve and that case was also for her disobedience and it ensures that women are hopelessly tied to men they are suffering from an inexorable attraction i mean i mean it doesn't even make sense inexorable attraction just like an afflicity when it sees the light it knows that if i fly towards this light i will fly again my wings may drop and yet it will be flying and in so doing so much suffering has come the other part of that case was the childbirth sorrows you have children who assemble. you don't have assemble. you're in the process assemble. I mean beginning of the process matter middle of the process matter end of the process another oh man and then the third case the third major case you know you need to study those each of these cases and understand how they came and why and how to mitigate them because you can't remove them you can't remove them are you there but prayer can do something so what is that what we are looking at and the curse of Ham is the punishment that Ham received that came to all his descendants. Ham was a descendant of Noah. And when he was cursed to be a servant of servants, it brought some issues down to the descendants of Ham. The descendants of Ham are on every continent in the world and they are the darker skinned people. And you see that there are some things that don't make sense there. Doesn't mean we should just lie down and die. Of course not of course not when you do not pray when you don't intercede then you just your life just follows the pattern of these cases it just goes like that because there are cases you cannot remove you are a man you will sweat to eat you are a woman you you marry a husband who will rule over you you have children you will give birth in pain you have i mean so many issues we don't want to start listing them here <laughs> are you there but curses are always made more bearable through wisdom let's go to the bible when you get wisdom and you can pray for wisdom when you get wisdom you can begin to mitigate 
you don't remove but you mitigate the curses proverbs chapter 3 and verse 13 going to verse 16 it says happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding for the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver and the gain thereof than fine gold she is more precious than rubies and all the things that thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her length of days is in her right hand and in her left hand riches and honor in these few verses you see what comes to you when you get wisdom and one of the ways to get wisdom it's prayer it's prayer one of the ways to get wisdom is prayer if a woman has prayed for wisdom she is helped by that wisdom not to follow a fool are you seeing it so even though the desire for a man is there she will not choose a fool you are why well, you are annoyed at my words ah i don't know why i'm annoyed at my words but if you see somebody who is drinking his life away is that not a fool a normal nyansa will tell you that don't go that way because as you can see the person drinking his life away when he adds you to the life he will drink his away and drink yours too then you just go and you follow <laughs> but by wisdom but by wisdom you will avoid such a choice by wisdom are you there by wisdom medical science is one of the wisdoms you will do the things you need to do so yes childbirth may be painful or having children may a child may be uncomfortable but it is mitigated by the application of those things and by the application of a certain science are you with me or you have traveled yeah when it is not there charlie you are fair game fair game a man is going to sweat to eat what i don't understand about this case is that the women too we have added ourselves to it because we're also sweating some to eat some i don't know how many households that there's only one salary and it's okay so we have also added ourselves <laughs> but <laughs> but by wisdom you will choose to sweat in a certain kind of place and not another one uh-huh. do you understand when i say a certain kind of place some places when you are sweating you now you know that you are sweating and sometimes as you are finished sweating nothing much is coming yeah but you by wisdom you can deliver yourselves from that i know people who have menial jobs when i say menial labor intensive jobs maybe that's a better word but by wisdom they have delivered themselves from certain things many artisans they work from hand to mouth as soon as they start working even before they have laid one block of cement even before they have measured one strap they start to say bring advance you bring the advance in the middle of the work they'll say bring some more and by the by the time they are finishing the job there's not one cd left to carry anywhere not one meanwhile if they if they even if they got a little advance to survive if they were able to just hold myself let me hold let me hold let me hold let me hold let me when i'm done hey bring it because you'll be surprised some are paid so well but at the end there is nothing there's nothing hey but by wisdom 
they could have got something more by wisdom I know a group of wise artisans who went to see one of our pastors said we also want to build and they got wise advice and they were advised they said you see what you need is a place that's your own it doesn't have to be big it has to be your own and they were given the wisdom to each of them they bought the same it was in those days a plot of land was a, a, a respectable size and then they shared it and when they shared it among themselves it was enough for each one of them to have his own self-contained building all of them they are not they are landlords they don't pay rent by wisdom by wisdom so when you see them today you think that hey these are rich men they are doing the same hard labor but wisdom wisdom when i used to work in the government um when i say government i was employed in an institution the driver who was assigned to, i had a driver assigned to my department a very wise man he had not gone to school for one day and i remember that many times as we trekked he would be chatting i learned a lot of wise things from him one of the things i remember i've never forgotten when he said it he said madam money will not get planned he finish in other words if you get money that you don't have a plan for you will squander it <laughs> and i began to watch this man we were a trekking organization in those years when you travel as you go on trek you are given an allowance to help you hotel bill your meals whatever they call it per diem this man would never claim his per diem and i said to him that why he said well my salary came i did with it what i do with my salary when i was leaving home i left this he will go we can travel 25 days when we come back then he will appear i'm back sir to the accountant in bulk i can tell you that his boss was living in government apartment that guy he was in his own house his boss had no property that guy at least at the time when i knew him he had cattle he had a taxi he had a corn mill i mean his money had plans it had plans by wisdom so it's still the same work oh it's still the same sweat oh but when his colleague drivers were going to drink at night he never 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 wisdom says so a foolish way to spend money hey you are very quiet oh yeah this man had seven children one day he summoned the two elder children older ones and he said to them you are the children of my strength what i have for you is education any education that you want i will pay he said but you see you see the cows you see this one you see this one your share is not inside because by the time number four five six seven reach your level i would have retired that's what i'll use to pay their school fees so i want you to understand your time it is now you are going to school the course they didn't work go and do it again i'll pay you want to change the course i'll pay you want to do this one i'll pay you want to do that one i'll pay but when i die don't stretch your hands don't look at this one it's not for you wisdom and ask your neighbor hey, please where is your cow <laughs> you have been chewing all chewing all young man you don't have even a plot of land but you have brought it on a nice car 
you are not wise you are not wise you have blown it on a nice car to impress people i'm being very nice to you by saying you are not nice because i'd have used the worst word you are impressing people for what are they the ones feeding you a car in case you don't know is a depreciating asset uh, please i'm not an economist i just know i can tell you to chop your money that's all i can tell you it's a liability but your house yeah please i'm not come to do economics here let's continue <laughs> it is true that ham was cursed by his father and it is true that it has placed us as the dark-skinned race in a difficult place in that the curse of Noah was a servant of servants will you be and you can see us struggling but when we apply wisdom we do well and that you when you it doesn't matter your color you see you may be black like midnight you apply the wisdom it's working for you no it is true it is true there's a country that I don't want to mention the name of the blacks they don't like the blacks who come from Africa because the blacks who come from Africa do well there and they are not doing well and the difference is that the ones who come from Africa they come and work it's like Charlie well I'm, I'm an economic refugee you say I should work in meat factory they work you say I should work in McDonald's they work you say I should work in KFC they work and they but gather their money some of them go into the army so that after five years they get some support for their uh, their school and they go back to school free of charge but the ones who are there complaining 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 won't take you foul yeah by applying wisdom by applying wisdom but how do you get that wisdom ah, let's go to the book of James let's go to the book of James I love it because if it depended on where I was from or if it depended on some other things I may have been counted out but I thank God for the scripture oh eh, forgive me I wrote something else I want to read you a scripture because I find it so hopeful I love the scriptures because of hope some of you every day you are just spreading sad things and bad things James chapter 1 says something so nice if any of you lack wisdom let him ask God that giveth to all men liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given him oh my God to ask God is that not to pray so when you wake up and you realize that I need some help, this and that, don't sit down there and say, hey, we the people from here, this, and stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Every nation has such things. And it is true. Sometimes you are from a place there's a disadvantage. We'll get there. But the Bible says that if you ask God for wisdom, he will give it to you. And it even says, he doesn't mean if you ask me, I'll look at your face. If I like you, I'll give you a lot. If I don't like you, I'll give you small but the bible said not like that with god he says he gives to all liberally liberally and abradeth not hallelujah he doesn't spare it so you want some wisdom to overcome pray for it and ask hallelujah 
Oh, I said hallelujah. When you do not pray, your life is governed by the major curses in the world. May the Lord deliver us as we pray. Amen. Let us continue. When you do not pray, your life is your life in this world will be governed purely by the God or the controller of this world. I need to stop here a moment and say something. Many people accuse God of having done so many things. But the Bible says that this world, you see, God created it all, but the person in charge right now is the prince of the power of the air. That's the name given to Satan. And you find it in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 4. In whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of men which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world is the ruler of this world. So Satan is the one directing the affairs of this world. God is the creator, but Satan is ruling. How did it happen? By the fall. That is how it happened. And so it is for you to take your life back and put it back in the hands of God. Are you with me? Some people may want to quarrel over this. So let's go to Matthew chapter 4, verse 8 and 9. The fall or the, the temptation of Jesus. The devil taketh him, verse 8, up, to, up into an exceeding high mountain and showeth him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them and saith unto him, All these things will I give thee if thou wilt fall down and worship me. If it were not true, it would not be a temptation. If you come to my house and say, If you bow down, I will give you this whole house. It's not for you. So it will not be a, you are not tempting me at all. That thing is for me. It's not a temptation. I just tell my friend, move out of here. <laughs> or if you are stronger than me, I will call for backup. If you are physically stronger. But you cannot intimidate me. So clearly, for it to be a, 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 I mean, a temptation, it was true. That there is a certain control that the devil has, and it is true. Are you there? When you don't call on God, that is what is going to lead you but when you call on him then he's intervening for you amen and he expects us to invite him to come and to intervene in the you know the different things that we are going through so when you don't pray you leave yourself open you leave yourself open are you there you see there are some countries eh? if you come from that place if god does not intervene you'll be poor until you die no, it's true. It's true. When you just look at it naturally, the way it is going, you see, there are countries, 15 years they've been at war. There are some places, the whole history is one war. When it ended, they hadn't gotten to their feet well. Then another something. Then they hadn't got to their feet well. Then there was political unrest. Then they hadn't got, you know, the whole thing. So if you are born there, there's no chance. Unless God intervenes unless God intervenes and the reason for those things is because of who is in charge we gave it over to Satan and I tell you he's ruling I tell you or you can't see and that is why you need to pray it doesn't make any sense to me you know sometimes when we are praying you find unbelievers writing comments and saying hey this your prayer how can prayer affect what happens to uh, this coronavirus it may be your god but it is not our god it may be yours it may be yours you are free to have it 
But I just wonder what is doing you and whether you are really thinking. What you are saying is that if even there's a chance, I won't take it. You are free to stay in your unbelievable, but don't disturb. Allow those of us who are praying to pray because we know the miracles that we are seeing. Yes, we know the people, some who even had it, who should have died but didn't die because we set ourselves to pray. So you stay with your skepticism and see when, whether when you get it, you'll be saying the things you are saying. I mean, at a certain point, you must know that your pride is not helping you. It's not helping you at all. Yeah, you don't even need to believe, but just stop your proud sayings. Yeah, for your own sake. When you don't stop those proud sayings and when you begin to pay for them, you don't understand. You don't understand. There was a certain nation blessed of God and they are still blessed of God. But at a point in their history, they had some proud fools like you. Don't worry, I'm talking to that person. <laughs> and those people got up and said, yes, upon us, upon us, let his blood be. Do you know how their children have sweated? They said, upon us and upon our children. How their people have paid. They are still blessed though, because God blessed them. But you see the effects of that, those words. They are hated everywhere for absolutely no reason under the sun. More of them have been killed in one go than anybody else. Because of the words of people who were too proud to be quiet. So if you will not pray, by all means be there. But don't take your children and don't condemn their lives with your unbelief. And leave those of us who pray to pray because we know that our prayers are hurting, are helping. Oh yeah. Maybe you don't have loved ones who face the coronavirus every day. But we have loved ones who do. And we will pray for God to keep them. And nobody can stop us. If you jail us, we'll pray in the jail. Yeah. If you kill us, our blood will cry out to God. Oh yes. Oh yes. I don't know who I'm facing today, but the person has collected it. Yeah, because it is wrong. It is wrong. We are becoming a group. I mean, there are some people in our nation who are just becoming something. And it is time somebody stops them. Yeah. We don't talk like this. We don't talk like this. If you don't like somebody's party, just move to yours. You don't have to open your mouth and curse your life by insulting people, elders. There are things in the Bible against you. And then your child comes into this world. The person is trying to make it. He doesn't know that he had a fool of a grandfather many years ago who spoke like an idiot like, and the thing has come to disturb him. <sighs> Stop it. You don't have to like the person. You don't have to. <laughs> when you say a man of God, then you are opening your mouth. And the things that you say, you should be ashamed of yourself. Hey, me, mom. If you bring it to my father and I see it, I will answer you. <laughs> Number four: When you do not pray, you do not intervene or modify events that take place in the spiritual realm. I believe that the first portion of the sermon I shared a bit with that but let me just add a few points that spiritual beings and spiritual events cause things to take place in the natural so when you pray some things happen some things happen Revelations chapter 6 
there are eight verses there i don't know if i have time to read it my time is really far spent but i want you to read those scriptures in revelation chapter 6 every time a seal was opened a horse was released and something happened on the earth doesn't even make sense but when you see something going on you must be able to read it and see that a spiritual thing has taken place a spiritual thing has taken place the bible says that when a second seal was opened a red horse came power was given to him that sat on the red horse to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another we have seen some of that are you there and it goes on another seal was broken up in heaven another horse was released and famine landed we don't know what happened in heaven but certainly something was released that has caused this coronavirus hey do you know the mighty things that it has brought down goodness gracious me if you have ever gone through dubai airport dubai airport is a beautiful airport looks like a market on a normal day when i say market in terms of volume numbers of human beings passing through one time i passed through the place and my flight was in the middle of the day i landed at dawn so at dawn the place was quiet but as the day went on i could not believe the masses of people in and out recently i saw a picture of the same place by virtue of coronavirus there are more people in this place just handling a uh, technical equipment and instruments than what i saw in that picture <laughs> when i saw that thing i said hey, is it possible is it possible something has passed over the earth something has passed we may not understand it but we can pray and our prayers can make a difference and have made a difference oh our numbers have gone up oh but i tell you it is nothing like what it should have been according to the degree of our carelessness and our inability to keep our mask on our face and our inability to obey certain instructions please stop insulting me you know what i'm talking about i mean you and i when we arrive in the office then we pull the mask then the mask is here i don't know whether it's your chin you are saving all your way hey hmm. no but it's true or it's not true yeah so when you look at it and you see what you are not able to do don't argue just say god you have mercy on us hey hmm. one day some police people were helping us to obey the law they said wear the mask then somebody in the back of the car said but mommy police where is your mask as the, eh, the person has forgotten to cry that as i'm telling you protect yourself me cross i'm there <laughs> only god 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 has preserved us only god according to our level of carelessness only god so we will keep praying point number five this is my last point for today when you do not pray your life is governed by the wickedness of men you see the will of man is not the will of god don't even make that mistake usually the reverse is true the will of man is often the will of the devil the will of satan so as you pray because the bible says in first john chapter 5 that the whole world lies in wickedness it is prayer that will take you out of what would have just been 
without your prayer why did Jesus pray in the garden of Gethsemane because so many forces were there are you there so many anti-forces Pharisees envied him Jews hated him Romans despised him the soldiers wanted his money the, exe the executioner there, he was just ready to kill him any time Judas was greedy for some money he had a lot of detractors that's number one so they could have gone overboard in a certain way but the truth was also that he needed to go through the crucifixion and so he went to pray because when he went to trial some other things could have happened people have come, could have come to testify that he was a good man and he had healed them so if he was not crucified you and I wouldn't have been here the centurion whose servant he healed could have appeared and said stop <laughs> are you there the masses could have risen up and said ah, why do they want to kill this man who was good to us they could even have faced Pontius Pilate you are washing your hands you are washing your hands to leave the curse on us you are using <laughs> in other words you see when he came the bible says that he knew what his mission was he prayed it through he prayed it through he prayed it through that what must happen must happen keep these animals at bay so you see that his detractors couldn't get him until it was time and because he gave himself up that's why he said I give myself up nobody's coming for my life I am giving it then he also didn't allow wouldn't you have talked for Jesus he also didn't allow those who loved him to even come and spoil the water because I have to go I have to go I'm sure Panda's why he didn't have a wife the way she would have cried eh? about herself and her children the, the crucifixion would have been it would have been in trouble <laughs> he prayed he prayed and as he prayed the crucifixion happened as it ought to happen amen his enemies did not gain over him and those who loved him too were not able to stop him from doing what he had to do we need to pray that the will of God will be done over us over our lives over our families over our church over our nation I want you to stand to your feet and for a few minutes I want us to just lift up our nation before the Lord you just want to pray we just want to pray that God will help us because you see as people are arguing and people are following their own agendas it's our children who are in school we just want to pray Lord preserve them keep them don't let the devil take them out don't let the virus spread it's our own carelessness when you see us in the marketplaces you will not know anything is happening and we are all inside just want to talk to the Lord right now father have mercy upon us we call on you one more time maybe you know somebody who's even been affected some of those who have come through are struggling to get well say father where they are touch them and help them just lift up your voice before the Lord and intervene and intercede one more time pray that God will give us wisdom 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 in Jesus name amen and amen every eye is closed 
if you are here and you've not given your life to Jesus, you've been listening through, you've been talking about prayer, you need to belong to Jesus for your prayers to be answered. And so I want you to pray this prayer after me. Lift up your voice, close your eyes wherever you are, and just follow me as I pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. Amen. Father, I pray for anyone who has prayed this prayer this morning. Lord, that they will make it to heaven. May they not fall back. May they not go back. Help us. Encourage us. Bring us through. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Now, if you prayed th this prayer, I want you to send a text to the number on the screen. 24 Five five four four five three two zero two four five five four four five three two and we'll get back to you. We'll send you a book, something to read to encourage you on your way. God bless you. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F O L C I D S. God richly bless you.